Hello, welcome to the Thursday, November 3rd, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. John Strand's team at Black Hell InfoSec came across an interesting problem with Outlook Web Access if you do have the Exchange Web Service enabled, which a lot of these sites do have in order, for example, to connect with various mobile apps to your Outlook email. The problem here is that even if you do set up two-factor authentication for Outlook Web Access, uh, the Exchange Web Service is still accessible via just uh, normal credentials. And of course, uh, then you have full access to the email just like you would have had if you had the two-factor authentication. So really, the two-factor authentication doesn't provide much of a meaningful deterrence here for an attacker to steal your email or even change some settings. The attacker will have full access to everything that Outlook Web Access can do for this particular user. Now, this uh, was reported to Microsoft, but uh, no meaningful reply was received by Microsoft. And of course, this is a hard problem to fix. Now, what you typically see here as a fix is that instead of just using a username and password to log in via a web service, you do use something like OAuth or some kind of long random token. So at least uh, that secret is a little bit better protected than a normal password that you would use for a human login. The big problem here is, and this is not just a problem with this particular Outlook Web Access setup, that two-factor authentication doesn't really work well for these web services where we do want uh, applications to continuously pull, for example, for new email. What better works are these long unique tokens that are then unique to the particular application. OAuth essentially does the same thing. It just makes it a little bit easier to negotiate that uh, token. You could use SSL client certificates as sort of a second factor, but then again, uh, it wouldn't necessarily protect you from a compromised mobile device. So long story short, to fix that, uh, Microsoft would essentially have to change how authentication works uh, to this Exchange web service, which of course would require changes to all the different applications that are connecting to this web service. You could try to disable Exchange Web Service for your Outlook Web Access server, but then again, this may break various Outlook clients. And aside of that, uh, what it really comes down to is strong passwords. I know they usually don't work, but that's really the only thing you can do right now is audit your passwords, make sure users don't reuse their passwords, even if you have two-factor authentication enabled on the web portal. And Barracuda Networks, which is well known for its email and web filtering appliances, apparently did suffer somewhat of a denial of service attack today. Email to and from Barracuda customers has been disrupted. So if you saw a lot of bounces today, in particular bounces that came back with that the service is currently not available, that's probably the result of this attack. On their status page, they're saying 
saying that they're seeing a high volume of brute force logins att login attempts to their email infrastructure and that that is causing uh, these issues. No real culprit inside at this point. Doesn't look like it's Mirai or anything like that. They don't really say how high the volume is, but typically it doesn't really take that exceeding high volume to cause mail servers to choke if you just throw credentials at them. And as the result of maintenance work, the German Targo Bank apparently no longer really knows who has how much money in their checking account. According to a quick statement on Twitter by the bank, they're working hard to correct that. There are numerous other tweets from customers claiming that they either have no balance left at all or substantially less money in their bank account. This doesn't appear to be the result of a hack, but then again, availability is a big part of secure. In particular, in this case, the one thing a bank really sort of has to get right is to make sure that it knows how much money each customer has and also keeps that money available. As someone tweeted to Targo Bank that they're essentially not able to get gas to get to work because their bank card got rejected at the gas station because of a zero balance in the account. And we do have a new issue of the Security Awareness Newsletter. Ouch, in this issue, it covers how to use the cloud securely. Again, uh, this is written for the non-IT experts, so something to pass to colleagues, family and the like, uh, not necessarily intended for a more technically savvy audience. And it really is more about the private use of cloud services. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.